Hello, and welcome to Dice Tribe, the Dungeons & Dragons podcast inspired by whimsical works of old, such as Wizard of Oz and Phantom Tollbooth. My name is Daniel Schaub, and I am your Dungeon Master and host. I just realized I haven't eaten today. Dan, you should eat. That's our boy. Hello, and welcome to another social distancing episode of Dice Try. My name is Daniel Schaub. I'm the host of the show, and I'm here with a whole gangaroo. We've got Earl Kim. We've got Crystal Llewellyn. We've got our audio engineer, GTM, Grab the Monkey. Monkey's monkey. And we also have a special guest. We have our musical genius, Glenn Davis, who's responsible for the uh, theme that uh, plays at the beginning of each episode. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, of course. And uh, today, since it is social distancing again, we are going to be playing another episode of Broad Street, the one-shot RPG that I created. But instead of playing hockey players this time, you're going to be a different type of athlete because I've had a certain show on in the background, Ultimate Beastmasters. You're going to be obstacle course racers. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Parkour, but, like, more Mountain Dew? Yeah, so... Yeah. Basically, what we're going to do is go around and create our characters. You're going to come up with your name. You're going to come up with your specialty, such as, you know, parkour, rock climbing, bouldering, gymnastics, whatever you want to say. And then uh, maybe what your, like, catchphrase is, something like that, you know? Or your your pose, you know? Like, do you do a dab? Do you do the Superman pose? So okay. let's start with uh, GTM. Oh, me? Oh, God. Uh, what? Okay, let's see. What do they usually do? So there's gymnasts, there's rock climbers, there's parkour. Wait, would weightlifting be one? Yeah, I've seen weightlifters on those shows before. I'm going to be a parkour. And what's your parkour, name? Parkour, parkour. I'm a guy who likes to run and jump over things. My name is Kevin Lebowski. <laughs> Just Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Lebowski. I'm from Detroit. Actually, I like uh, naming off where you're from instead of like a pose or something like that. Because it might be hard for audio listeners to... Yeah, I was trained by jumping through the abandoned factories out there growing up in the 90s. Uh (laughs) Hey, dark, but I like it. Um, (laughs) Krista, Uh what is the name of your character the first name that popped into my head was helga hardcore um but the but the hardcore is x core x (laughs) i am a mixture between parkour and gymnast so i used to be a gymnast but then i have focused that into my parkour um and i am from venice california born and raised in venice california (laughs) born and raised in (laughs) I like born raised on Venice. This is the best. <laughs> Excellent. Earl. Um, I am. Uh, let's say my name is Manny Maxwell. 
I'm an international martial artist and stuntman uh, and star of many of my own instructional martial arts videos. I was popular in the 90s, but it seemed to have petered off and then become some sort of weird consultant for people who do the thing that I pretended I did. <laughs> That's a backstory. I'm not making any analog towards Steven Seagal at all. And where is Manny from? Let's say he's from Santa Fe, New Mexico. All right. Glenn. What is the name of your character? My character's name is Chad Steppenwolf, track star from uh, Carlsbad. Carlsbad. <laughs> Carlsbad is where Legoland is. Yeah, so Carlsbad is in San Diego. Can't talk too much shit about Carlsbad. Yeah, Carl. Track star, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I've always been like real athletic, real gifted. You know what I mean? I'm not really trying right not now. Sportsman. I'm not gonna be trying, but you know what I mean. This seems like it'd be fun, so I'm gonna, you know, I'll be there. Okay. What sport? In track, was he like hurdles? Oh, Chad, Chad just, Chad kind of does it all. Chad sometimes talks about himself in the third person. Chad does the long jump. Chad does the, the sprints. Chad does it all. Chad does it all. So, congratulations. You've created your characters for this episode of Broad Street. Yeah, We're going to fade away from Los Angeles briefly. And we're going to Venice, but not Venice, California. Venice, Italy, in an alternative universe where everything is fine and sporting events are still occurring. And we're at the Venice Invitational, which is an obstacle course race event in Venice, Italy. It's sinking into the ground. Like it's, yeah. it's suspended above the canals, so it's not sinking yet, but parts <laughs> of it are. And we have a group of Americans who are coming to compete in the Venice Invitational. We see them stepping off of a, uh, a little boat going along the canal as they're being introduced to the crowd at the Venice Invitational. As he steps off the boat, if Chad Steppenwolf wants to describe himself to the audience as the crowd is cheering for him. Yeah. Chad is just looking at his phone. He's like not even there. What is uh, Chad checking on his phone? Tinder. Swipe is swiping. swiping everybody to the right, or is he being picky about it? He's in a new, he's in a new place. I think he's, I think he's just going for it. He's going for all. <laughs> he's there, what do you look like? Um, he'll look up to, to, to acknowledge a, a, a girl or something, and then, and, then, and then just be on the phone. And following oh. Chad Steppenwolf off of the boat is Helga Hardcore. Helga Hardcore. Show yeah. bitch slap you. Who does parkour? Helga Hardcore, who does parkour. Um, she's like a, a smaller, very thin white girl, but she has really awful white girl dreads that look like <laughs> she's had them her entire life. And like really, really big gauges. I love this crew already. Large, like three inch gauges. And she has a Black Craft Colt head to toe sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> is it weird that that is immediately what I imagined when you said her name was Helga Hardcore and she was from Venice? And uh, how does Helga greet the crowd as they're cheering her as she steps off the boat? She just kind of, you know, was like a little like, yeah, and then scurries away. Following Helga off the boat is. Kevin Lebowski. Let's see. He's like thin but fit. He comes in with like the large, you know, sunglasses. Like, yeah, oh, just a dude. 
dude fan. So he's taking his namesake. Yeah, a, yeah. Is Lobowski his real last name? Uh, no. He'll never tell what his real last name. Uh, Messy hair, bathrobe. Bathrobe. That's what it was. He wears a bathrobe. He's uh, even got the jellies. That, that, I feel like that completes the look. Not everyone can get a, get their hands on a pair of jellies that are adult size. I don't know why Jeff Bridges just had a pair. Is that the shoes or what was it? Yeah, they're like the clear oh, in the 90s. They were like little girls. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Slippers. Uh -huh. And that's, those are the shoes that he wore the whole time. The jellies <laughs> are phenomenal. No, Kevin definitely has a pair. He's like, he definitely has a pair. He definitely walks out in all of it, kind of shows it off. He has his proper clothing underneath. He just kind of takes it off and like... Perfectly folds in, puts in a corner. Nice. He's very strange. And everyone, <laughs> everyone else in the ring kind of looks at him. Chad, Chad is just like, like, looks up and down. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the last American to step off the boat is a fellow by the name of Manny. Well, Manny is dressed uh, head to toe in all black. Everything else is, is super tactical. And, like, he's got the vest on. He's got, like, a tight-fitting, under-armory, like, looking a sh black muscle thing, ring blitz to hook gadgets, doodads, other uh, espionage equipment and uh, military things. He's wearing these uh, pristine-looking, like, snakeskin boots, and, and he's got sunglasses on that are halfway between uh, Togoro from Yu Yu Hakusho <laughs> and uh, Neo from uh, Matrix. Uh -huh. <laughs> that sort of like rimless, like floaty. Yeah. Yeah, he, he just comes out and because, you know, Manny Maxwell is uh, used to, he's done a, a few uh, red carpets in his time. He knows how to do a press junket. So he comes out, you know, gives his signature sort of sneer and eats it up. So you guys walk down into this arena that will lead up to the steps to this uh, obstacle course suspended above the canal. That way, if you fall, you drop right into the canal. As you are walking into the arena, you can hear all the different sports announcers yelling into their microphones in various different languages. You know, you got Spanish. French, Italian, and the British announcers saying, Oh, Pip Pip, it looks like a jolly old good day for an obstacle run, isn't it? Everyone's just making sure to put on their most stereotypical jargon. Yeah, 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 of course. I get it. The French announcers eating a baguette and smoking <laughs> a cigarette. Stems on them too, like the Why run the obstacles? Life is an obstacle that cannot be overcome. Is the Mexican announcer just going, Go! It's the entire time. Yeah, exactly. And you see there's uh, four competitors for each nation that's kind of represented by their announcers in the crowd. So get in the long line of shaking hands. And a lot of them you have met before on the obstacle course circuit, you know racing across the world. And they start the little ceremony where they start playing all the different national anthems, going in alphabetical order. Oh man, we're gonna be here all day. <laughs> You're fully expected to stand there the entire time with your hand over your heart, no matter which nation. Uh, Chad is still sneaking swipes. Kevin's zoned out. He's kind of like staring to the crowd absentmindedly. While you're staring into the crowd, can you roll a d4 for me? Three. Okay. 
You don't notice anything. God damn it. Your eyes are just glazed over about halfway through uh, the UK's national anthem. They did it Great Britain. So it came before the United States. And uh, finally, the uh, opening ceremony comes to a close with the United States national anthem because the Yugoslavia delegates did not make it. Because there are so many delegates, they actually run everybody from the specific country at the same time on courses that run parallel to each other. If you could all roll the D12s for me. Ten. Three. Nine. Four. So uh, quickly, Manny and Helga get a, quite a hefty lead. As uh, Helga and Manny get about halfway through the course, you feel the entire course that is suspended up on these cables shimmy. And you actually kind of have to hold yourself in place. <laughs> Whoa! So the whole platform starts to shudder. You hear a cable snap, just and it's under so much suspension that you actually see it flip around and it cuts through one of the Venice rooftops and a bunch of those brick tiles start spilling onto the street toward the crowd. Holy shit. And what are you guys gonna do? It appears that this obstacle course is gonna fall into the canal. It's like a 30 foot drop. Oh, okay. Like a rope I can hang on? Well, there's the cables that suspend the uh, obstacle course to the- To the canal. I jump on one of the cables. Yeah. Roll a D12. Three. Seven. I rolled a one. Nice. So So we all succeed. Kevin and Manny having trouble jump up onto the cables so that as they start to snap and the obstacle course starts to lean even further, you swing down like Indiana Jones and you actually smash through the windows into like Venice homes. Oh, that was Kevin and Chad. Yeah, Kevin and Chad. I'm going to try to jump onto the rooftop. Are they close enough to the to where the obstacle course is for me to like jump from the edge? Yeah, with a running start, I would say so. I got a one. I also rolled a one. So you jump and you're aiming for the rooftop and you actually land on the rooftop, but these buildings along the canal, most of them have been abandoned because they're starting to sink in and you go right through the roof and then you go right through the second floor and you land in the water that's uh, down at the bottom of the house among those like buoys that are supposed to be holding the house up. Oh my god. And you're just kind of dog paddling there in a daze, having gone through two floors. Yikes. Oh, okay. God. Manny, how are you going to get out of here? I, I look down at the water and it reminds me of the time when I was shooting this one film over, over the Yucatan where I had to do a high fall. And so I channel that memory. I look down at the canal, find the deepest point in the water. I do a quick little jump, skip. Uh, and do a quick tuck and turn as I do a double twisting, back flipping swan dive right into the deepest part of the muddy, muddy canal. All right. So why don't you roll a d12 for me? Seven. Seven? So with a beautiful swan dive and double flip and double tuck and the crowd, even though they're screaming, take a moment to appreciate it and give you a little golf clap. You hear the um, French announcer go, you know, this is a great tragedy, but that is not bad. <laughs> and Manny disappears into the 
water of the canal. And while you're down there, Manny, can you roll a d4 for me? Four. Four? Yes. So I rolled a three. So as you're going down into the water, there is something down there in the water. And it doesn't look like, you know, normal. You see an undersea kingdom beneath Venice. It actually appears to be rising up through the water. How far is it from, is it like, I need to get away from it because it's gonna get me? Well, you're, if you don't swim properly, you're gonna get crushed between the buildings on the surface. <laughs> Great, that's great. I'm gonna make note of this undersea, under canal kingdom, uh, and then I'm just gonna go, ah, uh, let's get out of here. Okay, so as you guys are on the surface, you see that the street tops are starting to crack open and people are plunging uh, down into the water as they disappear into the debris and rubble. And the houses around you start to crack oh apart and start to fall down towards the water. I'm hanging on this cable. Can I like shimmy down it and like hit some solid ground or? Yeah, I mean, the ground is kind of erupting around you. You would have to maneuver across it as if it were an obstacle course. Yeah, let's do that. I like use my parkour skills to like shimmy between things and jumping off. Can you roll a d12 for me? Ah, damn. A third three in a row. Is that the same dice? No. Nope. Uh, that dice needs to go dice jail. I, I changed dices already. Well, I rolled a two. I mean, you rolled a two, so I won. Yeah. I rolled two ones and then a two. In a row, so <laughs> you don't you don't put yours in dice jail. You can have yours. Yeah, you keep your you your those those dice are stars. So you sh- slide on down to the ground, rappel down to the ground as the pavement is erupting, bounding off of one chunk as it comes up, and then you do the little thing where you put your hands down yeah. and leap across it. Also maneuvering your way through the crowd. At one point, you have to run across a couple of shoulders to get away from the uh, madness. Is it? comes up around you. Chad, what are you doing? So everything's sinking. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there like, uh, I'm on a roof, so I'm on, so. You're like on a second floor balcony overlooking okay. me. Can I see anywhere where the world is not sinking? Uh, it would be further away. You'd have to make a break through the crowd in the same direction that they're running. Yeah, can I climb up to the roof? Sure, why don't you roll a D12 for me? Roof you go. So you nail it, and with your surprising track skills, you hurl yourself up onto the roof. You actually uh, run by like a TV antenna, and you grab it, and then you use it to pole vault yourself across (laughs) the street. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just making my way downtown. Downtown, walking fast, pretty fast, away from the madness that is occurring. I feel like this, like, there's all this insanity going on, but in between all that, there are people doing like amazing, incredible feats (laughs) throughout the whole thing. (laughs) All the cameras are just like following those. Oh, that was cool. (laughs) Yeah, all the obstacle course racers from the other countries, too, are killing it. (laughs) Helga, what are you doing? Um, so I'm going to, do I clearly see like an exit out of this house from the first floor in the, okay, I'm going to get out of there and then just try to maneuver through the streets in any way that I can, taking as many opportunities to use like climb or jump over and flip over 
obstacles that may get in my way. Roll a d12. Do it, do it. Three. Oof. Okay, so I roll a five. So you start maneuvering your way through the crowd and you start putting your gymnastic skills to use, you know, doing cartwheels and front flipping over somebody who's stumbled. And then you do a flip and right as you're about to land, the pavement cracks and you go down into the water beneath the street level. Yeah. <laughs> just not. Just not. Oh, man, the water's fine. <laughs> and then as you hit the water, you can now start to see the same thing that Manny saw, a city rising up beneath you. Can I scramble my way out of that little hole that I've gotten myself into? <laughs> sure. Why don't you roll a d12 for me? Change it up again. Nine. Or is that a six? That's a six. Six. Either way, I rolled a three, so you succeed. You <laughs> scramble your way back up out of the hole, and you start maneuvering your way back through the crowd. Manny, you're basically in the epicenter of this city rising up, so a tidal wave starts to push up through the middle of the canal and wash away the center of Venice here. A crowd of people uh, is just in front of this rising sea, but then roofs, gleaming rooftops made out of seashells and barnacles start to rise up out of the ocean. The more ground is exposed, I'm just gonna keep trying to like weave my way down to stay at what the ground is supposed to be. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotcha. Yeah. So the ground will come up to meet you. I'm going down the stairs. Yeah. I gotcha. All this water that's been pushed up by this rising city spills out into the canals that haven't been broken or blocked up. For a moment, nothing seems to happen. Here's just this, like, three city blocks of these buildings made out of barnacles and seashells. Is there anything, like, living? Well, then you see a doorway open in one of the buildings, and you see uh, what looks like a sea snail? but it has arms and legs and with a big shell on its back and the two like antenna coming out of the top and a mouth. And he walks over to you. He's like, so, uh, you're Manning, right? Uh, <laughs> trying, to be, trying to keep my shit together as much as possible. <laughs> like this giant weird snail man that came out of the ocean knows my name. And he holds out his hand and he's like, I loved you. I loved you in the Order of the Black Phoenix. Oh. That movie was great. Thank you. Oh, a fan. And <laughs> he immediately flips into like, oh, yes, oh, uh, fan, I see. Thank you. That's one of my favorites. I, uh, I really enjoyed having to do a lot of the stunts in that one. Uh, you know, it's been a while now, but I think uh, that, that scene where I'm uh, on the gondola assassinating that cartel leader was one of the most rewarding experiences in my life. Yeah, man. This should totally have an Oscar for stunts, I'm just saying. You would sweep that award every year. But look, uh, I don't want a fanboy out. And other doors start to open in buildings and you see a bunch of sea-dwelling creatures, anthropomorphized, coming out, like fish people and lobster men coming out. And then uh, finally, one of these fishmen approach you and he's like, So, my leg, these are the finest obstacle course runners in the world. Why weren't we invited? Wow. 
because we didn't know you existed. Is he announcing this to like everyone? Like, does everyone hear this? Yeah, or? well, he's saying it loud enough for people to hear, especially if you started to like creep back in to see what the hell is going on. Uh, the surface dwellers have known of Atlantis for years. Ooh, awkward. I thought that was just like a fairy tale. We've been training our whole lives for this obstacle course for the Venice Invitational. They turned us down for Ultimate Beastmaster, American Ninja Warrior, French Ninja Warrior, Spanish Ninja Warrior, Japan Ninja Warrior. Kevin just kind of looks at the judges. Like he's creeped back there. He just kind of looks at the judges wherever they are. Are the, are the judges still judges alive? <laughs> the judges have been crushed by uh, debris, but the timekeeper's still there. And oh. some of the announcers are like popping their heads back up. The French announcer fixes his beret and he's like, oh, what an incredible turn of events. Uh, excuse, excuse me, uh, Mr. Uh... I don't know what to call you, snail guy. Manny wants to know my name. My name's Trax. Trax. My only question is, uh, how does how do obstacle courses work for you down there? Cause oh man, it's brilliant. We train underwater. We get all this resistance training. So like when we come up to the surface, we're gonna freaking nail it. You have to deal with gravity now. He's uh, also a snail. Gravity exists underwater too. Yes, but buoyancy affects the gravity, and 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 so you're the way you you develop your muscles. You, good luck. All I'm gonna say. Are you trying? Are you calling me out, bro? We can run run an obstacle course right now. Drex, yeah, Drex. Well, let's. Uh, if the official and 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 ever the showman Manny like, if the officials deem it worthy, shall we? Allow the Atlanteans to compete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the head of the Venice Invitational stands up. Oh, now I've got to do an Italian accent. It appears we have a new challenger. <laughs> Let the games begin. <laughs> so dumb. There's no track, though. Is it? Is it just the the refuge that is? Yeah. Is it just yeah. the breeze? <laughs> the, the, the four humans are just... What? Uh, How? Yes, where? <laughs> the fish person stands forward and he's like, it'll be a race. First person to St. Mark's Square. All right. Let's do it. Where would that be? Yeah, I've never been to Italia. Where is that? <laughs> what? You don't know your geography? Oh, fish people. Do you even know where that is? <laughs> oh, we've seen it from upside down. Get a kid walking along. It's like, get your Taurus maps. Get your Taurus maps. <laughs> That'll be uh, 5,000 lira. I want to have that. Shove them away. Lira. Don't you use euro. <laughs> I only accept lira. That's really weird. I don't think you can exchange that anymore for real money. <laughs> but like the fish people have it. You know, they're like, oh, it's ancient currency. And it's like all rusted. <laughs> Do we all have to like start from the same point or are we all just like going as soon as he says go? What if we don't want to do this? You fish people just kind of came out of nowhere and demanded a trial. If that, I want to beat these motherfuckers. <laughs> well, if we win, then we're obviously the best in the world. You are a bunch of ninnies. <laughs> Man, I... I uh... Chad, Chad gets Kevin. offended. Chad gets offended personally by that. <laughs> yeah. 
Look, what'd you say, bro? <laughs> Kevin, I want you to imagine as though Venice was your rug and these fish have destroyed your rug. Fish Italians, they peed on your rug. Peed on your rug, known as the city of Venice. That's what they think of you, man. As an American, I have to be offended by this because it's a foreigner trying to take over my lineage, so I'm in. <laughs> Didn't realize that Kevin was so patriotic, but all right. <laughs> and that rug, that rug, Venice, really had together. Run. That Venice really tied the room together. You know? Damn, they, <laughs> they peed on our rugs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so they spray out a line on the ground, and everybody lines up. You start doing your little stretches. Uh, Chad, you get a ding on your phone as you get matched on Tinder with somebody. Yeah, no, I'm still Tindering, but like, <laughs> kind of like pretending to stretch. You got a match. And then you see, you look over and you see like this woman who's a sea anemone, just a bunch of things sprawled out all over, is holding some girl's phone, flipping through it. And she like gives you a wink. Anemone. <laughs> <laughs> Obstacle course racers come out. Uh, one of them is Trex, the sea snail guy. He's like, Sorry, I'm going to have to leave you in the dust, Manny. I just want you to know that I also really loved you in Executive Decision 496. Oh, uh, man, I love that movie. But that scene where you pretend to be a ballerina in order to get the secret documents from the president's assistant is like cinematic gold. Oh, really? Thank you. My, my ballet tutor that I had on set, uh, Masha Ergovna, would be thrilled to hear you saying she was a brutal taskmaster. Eventually, we were able to uh, get those pirouettes and tombes on point. <laughs> and it's so impressive they sounded like cinema verite style, where you were actually stealing government secrets from a president's aide. I mean, little did we know that that was what we what the plan was all along. Uh, it's really interesting to be a, a literal part of uh, cinematic and espionage history. It's a real shame that the, the director had to... Uh, be imprisoned for life for selling state secrets. Oh. <laughs> and uh, they hold up the air horn. The French announcer puts the cigarette to his lips. And so the rat race of life continues onward. And if you guys could roll D12s for me. Oh, 10. Yeah, ten. Yeah. Nine. Five. So I rolled a one. So the Atlanteans. <laughs> are really poorly off the line. Um, you see one that the, the lobster people, his little tiny legs skitter underneath of him and he falls forward on his stupid face. You have a lot of Dang. trouble with cobblestones. Yeah, he needs special shoes to walk on cobblestones like a horse. <laughs> I mean, also, the whole gravity thing, I... Yeah, it really got to them. I, I like to think that they they... They, they thought, like, they acted like they knew what you were talking about, but they actually don't know what the <laughs> well, fuck gravity is. Like, they've never heard of gravity. They're just really tired now that like, they're out. They're like, yeah. why is it taking so much time? It's hard to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys start running through the streets, bounding over, like, little obstacles in your way. Yeah, Chad's just long jumping, like, Mario 64, just, like, bing bong. And you start reaching the perimeter of this three-block uh, Atlantis piece that has risen up where all the debris has fallen. So you're now going to have to pass through these big mounds of debris and fall on houses and 
water's like spilling over the edge into the canal. So if you guys could roll a d12 for me and kind of help me describe how you're going to overcome this obstacle. I got a six. Seven. I got a seven. Four. Okay. You guys are actually having trouble like getting over these obstacles. Helga is doing a little gymnastic style in order to get up, but she's starting to run out of like handholds to flip herself up. Kevin, the parkour expert, is bounding up, but his foot hits some wet uh, cobblestone that is piled up, and he falls down and bashes off of a refrigerator. Manny, you know, trying to use her martial arts skills, tries to Steven Seagal his way up, but he's too fat and old. And uh, Chad, uh, you get another buzz as uh, that see an enemy messages you being like Netflix and chill. <laughs> distracted. Uh, yeah, straight up. The uh, Atlanteans are starting to catch up to you guys now. So if you guys could roll another D12 for me. Yeah. I just rolled a one. Ten. 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 I'll three really with that 10. My phone right now. Oh, no. <laughs> Chad was um, knee deep in the clunge. He, he, he was looking down at the phone being like, oh, what year is it, 2018? Who uses yeah. Netflix and chill anymore? That trips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets sent to what he might think is a duty pick. Yeah. He gets even more distracted. Like a crab person <laughs> nude, and I don't even know what the genitals are supposed to be. So I'm just like looking yeah. at this thing. Yeah, I'm just like... like like I don't even know where to start, like, but I'm just I can't look away. So <laughs> otherwise I rolled a two. So starting with Krista, why don't you describe to me kind of how you maneuver your way through I'm assuming there's like some like light poles that are maybe still up and around and I'm going to jump onto the lowest one of those and do like the little flipping from light pole to light pole to get up above the do debris flip off of that onto like a pommel horse sort of like stance thrusting myself up and over and flipping and all of that gymnast stuff the crowd politely claps as you do all that you gymnastic and i land like a arms up perfect landing okay wait presenting you're basically bayonetta you're 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 doing this all in heels like goth heels yeah yeah gtm slash kevin describe to me how you maneuver yourself over this debris I'm like, you know, running and doing parkour, like, you know, for a little bit. But I, I figured there, because there's all this debris and some parts of the ground just jutting out where there now has been replaced the giant, like, sea dome. Buildings have, like, half crumbled. So he's just kind of got enough speed where he's, like, jumping across the, the areas, like one leg on brick and then launches up across to another building is just, zip, like, zipping by as... Bayonetta Krista is like flipping around like above him. You know, once in a while he'll like grab on to her and they're like flipping in midair and she like launches him. <laughs> yeah, I grab, I grab his wrists yeah. and throw him yeah. up. Combo. Yeah. We're like, fuck these animal people. We're just <laughs> and, then, and then Chad is like, yeah, let's fuck these animal people. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And uh, Manny, how are you getting across so Manny's Manny's was trying to do the the you know quick scampering and, and climbing and all that stuff, but he's he's an older gentleman now and 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 it's a bit much for him. So he just gets tired of it, and so he 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 quickly sort of musters up his strength, and then he just starts using his exploding palm technique 
onto the debris and just start blasting it out of the hose. <laughs> Use an exploding bomb and then crack, cracking open the debris, walking his way through. Using sort just, of a Chuck Norris approach. Yeah. Walking slowly through everything. Brute force your way through. And I imagine that as he gets to the other side with this little tunnel, it he steps through and it collapses behind him. Yeah. <laughs> Walking away where the dust settles. Gigantic <laughs> anime sequence. That's good. Yeah. But you know, you start to see everyone's individual styles, you know, yeah. where everyone's, you know, everyone's at their own pace, but everyone's making progress. Japanese music, loud Japanese music starts blasting in the background somewhere. <laughs> And Chad is still chasing some strange. Yeah. Hi, are, are, we, are, we still, are we still rolling for that? Or Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and roll again to see if you pass this degree. I'd like to not be completely distracted by the phone, I guess. Okay, that's a five. I rolled a three. So if you would like to describe how you pass over this obstacle. I'm carrying a giant wooden stick. And I'm just on the roofs, and I'm just trying to just jump across roofs. And then if I need to, like, uh, pole vault across. Yeah, I got that, too. So, is it a gondola stick? Yeah, yeah, I got a gondola stick. That's what I got. got, You know, those are all over the place. So, as uh, Kevin, Elga, and Manny all, like, finish getting through the debris, a couple seconds later, you see a stick come down. Then Chad is soaring through the air, swiping right on his phone. Screaming YOLO. Screaming YOLO the whole time. Like, as I pass over them, YOLO! <laughs> My priorities are they're so American. These colors were not wrong! You guys continue running. Um, we're going to do one last roll to see how you make it to St. Mark's Square. Ooh, nine. Nine! One. One. Oh. Oh, no. Two ones and the two nights. Do you have another another one? I'm I'm not going to use this one anymore. This is cool. I rolled a six. So as you're running along, Helga runs up to, like, flip herself on a street lamp. And one of the Atlanteans, realizing that they're really far behind, just tackles her from behind and takes her to the ground. No. If Judy was involved, I would have thrown shit at them. (laughs) (laughs) As uh, Chad is running along and goes to put his gondola stick down, the gondola stick breaks, and you actually fall down between the buildings, and you land in an Atlantean woman's arms, and she looks like a seahorse. But she has arms. A seahorse. A seahorse lady. But uh, in (laughs) slow-mo, Kevin... And Manny are running, bounding over obstacles, leaping over the top of people. Uh, Manny does his exploding palm technique, and it bursts to the crowd open as it shoves a child six feet forward. Trex is hot on your tail. You emerge out into St. Mark's Square, the pigeons and seagulls taking off. And you hear, as an air horn blares, and Manny and Kevin slide to a stop in St. Mark's Square, and Trex puts his hand on his hips. <sighs> well, I guess you still got some gas left in the tank, old man. That's right, don't you forget it. Can I have the, the seahorse lady carry me across the line? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have her walk me across the line. I'll be like, you know, Little Mermaid was my favorite movie. And then like, well, what's up, guys? <laughs> and uh, the commissioner of the Venice Invitational comes out with the trophy that has been busted up by all this 
goings on, but he brings it over to you guys. In the first Venice Invitational of the greatest nations above and below the crown, I would just like to say that this has been a horrible day. <laughs> I have to crown Americans the winners of the Venice Invitational. So this day got even worse. Still swiping. And they pass the trophy over to Manny and Kevin. Oh, this trophy we have here. Wow. What a great trophy. Wow. Such editing. Wow. Such great. Such a great trophy. Oh, it's so big. I'm having a good thing Huge. you're helping me carry it, Kevin. On my screen, you guys are both on the same side holding yeah. up the trophy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same, me, here. same here. Hooray. America. America. Champagne, corks, pop. Celebrations begin and the Atlanteans retreat back into the sea. I mean, they don't have to. That was it. They just go back in. They're so embarrassed. (laughs) They made all this fuss and then they lost. I mean, if they want to party, though, that's the best way to make it up to us. Oh, Trex gets so excited. Manny, you want to party with with me? Yeah, man. I mean, you you ran a good race. It was a little crazy, and uh, you may have destroyed an entire... You mean I get to party with the star of Down Under Siege? Yes. Yes, you can. Oh, that's that the one where you go to Australia to fight the president's clone? Yes. Before finding out that the president is actually the clone? Yes, and he's trained the army of... uh, Radioactive kangaroos. Yes, exactly. That's the one. That's the one. There's been a couple of different, you know, re-adaptations of that one, but uh, that's the original. I mean, the original's the best. Ah, uh, you guys. If you do want to come party with us, then uh, come on. Let's uh, you guys show us how you uh, how ocean Atlanteans uh, party. <laughs> you guys, you guys drink? Do we drink all the time? And one of them stuffs a champagne bottle into its gills and just pours the uh, champagne into its throat. And that's where we'll end this episode of Dice Try. <laughs> um, yeah. Quick question. Yeah. Are all of these Broad Street adventures in the same universe? Of course. Oh. So at the same time this is happening in Italy, the kangaroos are attacking Caboodle. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time, sentient uh, living furniture is attacking a store in People are being uh, Louisville. Yeah. What a world, what a world. What a world. Yeah. At least there's no epic pandemics. Thank you for listening to Dice Try. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub, and this episode's cast has included Paul Dixon, Earl Kim, and Crystal Llewellyn. This production has been edited by Gabriel Toya Melendez with special music provided by Glenn Davis. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dice Try Podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and review. Hey friends, thank you for listening to this episode. I know in these crazy times that it can feel like we're very far apart. If you'd like to reach out to any of us on social media, you can do so. Krista is at lady underscore rope underscore on Instagram. Paul is at Paul Allen Dixon on Instagram and Twitter. That's Allen with one L. Earl is at Earl of Sandwich on Instagram and at Firestorm on Twitter. If you'd like to listen to some of Glenn Davis's music, the composer of our theme song, he's Somnium on SoundCloud. That's S-O-M-N-I-U-M. I am at Hemingway Light 
L-I-T-E on Instagram and Twitter, and our beautiful, beautiful sound engineer, GTM, is at gtoya.melendez on Instagram. <laughs>